Hey hey, I'm back with episode 2. Pushing the publish button on episode 1 was a complete accident. I did not expect to publish the episode yet, but I'm glad that I did it because now it gave me a momentum to continue sharing my voice. Episode 1 is all about sharing my struggle in speaking a proper English because English is not my first language. And when I listened through the episode, I did realize there are some mistakes that I made, but I decided not to unpublish it or redo it all over again because that's the truest episode that I have. And I want to make sure that we all know there are times where we make mistakes and it's all about learning through the mistakes and learning through others. If you listen to episode number 1, if there's anything that you want to provide feedback or comment, you're more than welcome to go to anchor.fm to leave your message for me. My name is May, and in this episode, I want to share my voice about being a girl. The purpose of my podcast is to share my voice to help me heal from within and to grow and improve. I hope that by sharing my voice, some of you may relate and know that you are not alone in this. We all have different stories and different lives. I want to use this channel to share mine. And thank you so much for listening. It all started with a story, a story my mother shared with me when I was young. And that's how powerful story is. She told me about her pregnancy experience and how different it was between having my brother and me. And that's how I learned that I'm a girl and my elder brother is a boy because there are two different experiences that she shared. <laughs> I remember when my mom told me the story, she made me believe that I'm special. The only thing that I don't understand was her hatred of having a girl. I believe I'm special as a girl, but I don't understand why I'm not a boy. <laughs> I know it sounds complicated. Well, because I'm a girl. But back then, pregnancy scan wasn't available yet and it's too expensive to find out the gender. My point is, my mom didn't know that I'm a girl until I was born. But she did feel that her pregnancy experience was different, but she didn't know for sure. When I was a little girl, I remember she told me about how she wished I was a boy. With her tone and voice, I so wished that I was a boy, but I'm not. The tone and voice from her sounded like I'm a disappointment in her life. I can still feel the achiness in my heart and at age 35 the feeling still lingers. I still remember when I was 6 years old she brought me two pairs of pants red and blue color I still remember the color. I was so nervous and I cried so loud because all I remember was I threw the two pants away or out of the house. And I yell, I never ever want to wear them. I was 6 and I thought my mom is trying to change me to be a boy, and I refuse. 
Well, obviously at age 35, when I look back, I knew for real and very clear that she didn't mean for me to feel that way at all. My reaction probably shocked her as well. But the point is, growing up, I had this inner thinking that I'm a disappointment to my mom and all I want is for her to be proud of having me as her daughter. And that's like a life purpose ingrained in my brain, even until today. I studied hard, I get good results, I went to a great high school, I scored well in college, and I built a great career. All that with my parents' support and with a mission of making sure that it's not just my father that is proud of me, but more importantly, that my mom will finally be proud that I'm her daughter. At age 26, we moved to a landed property. Not that I bought the entire house myself with cash, but I took a 35 years loan and my parents sold the old apartment to pay for the down payment. It has always been my mom's wish to stay in a landed house. I was very proud of myself because I was able to fulfill it. But at age 30, after staying in this landed house for four years, I still don't think I felt that she's proud of having me as a daughter. Even at age 35, sometimes I'm still not sure. And as you can see here, how important that I rely on those feelings. The turning point for me is when my father passed away when I was 29 years old, I coincidentally received an ask from my manager at work at that time to get myself certified in teaching a Franklin Covey content called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I am forever grateful for that manager who trusted me and gave me the chance to take it because that whole process transformed my life. At age 30, even though I still don't feel that she is proud of having me as a daughter, I was able to open my heart to understand her. I always thought that my end in mind is to make her proud of me. But the habit number two practice completely changed my paradigm. My paradigm changed by just answering a very simple question. If I die tomorrow, what do I want to hear my mom say in my funeral? Unconsciously, I wrote, my mom will tell me that she knows that I'm a happy girl in this life. At age 35, yes, I know she's proud of me in some ways because I'm pushing almost all the buttons that she wants me to. But what I realize is she's only proud of something very surface like having a house, a car, or a career, or a stable income. Does she know if I'm living my life as a happy girl? Or perhaps yes in her perspective. Am I living my life as a happy girl at age 35? 
I'm still trying to figure out. But at this moment, I know for sure that I'm where I need to be. And I'm happy and grateful that we have each other in this pandemic situation. And at age 35, many things could be worse than where I am today. And I'm grateful to be in this moment. At age 30, habit number two changed my paradigm. And habit number five helped me to seek first to understand, then to be understood. I still remember there's this one fine day. I took this courage while we were in a car. And yes, you know, conversation in the car could be perceived as a casual conversation, not hot-feeling conversation. So I took the courage to ask her, Hey, wh- why, why do you always wish that I'm a boy? <laughs> as she was telling me the story... I realized I wasn't really trying to find out why. And um, what I found in that story is it is the same story that I've listened to all my life. But this time, what I did differently is I listened emphatically. And in her story, instead of thinking it's my fault... I finally understood that it was because of how she was treated when she was young by her own mother, which is my grandmother. Not that she was in an abuse family, but I think the lack of love she felt she needed from her own mother made her who she is today. Well, the thing is, I can't change her past And I obviously can't change how she felt or how she's feeling. But I know for sure that at that point, what I could do is to change the way I see this. Instead of seeing myself as a disappointment, I saw myself as a girl who gets everything that my mom didn't get from grandmother. In her story, She always told me how troublesome it is to have a daughter because she needs to pay a lot more attention. For example, she she needs to be at the tuition center a lot earlier. She can't let me just walk back by myself. She needs to make sure that she takes care of my of my appearance and also of my diet. She just felt like she needs to give a lot more attention. And I always thought that it is because I'm not good enough and that I'm a disappointment because now she needs to pay extra effort. But when I start to change the way that I see this whole situation, instead of seeing myself as a victim, I see that she is giving me what she never get from grandmother. In other words, She gave me her best, and even until today, she's still giving me her best. And she gave me what she thought she never gets from grandmother. I remember a few years ago, I watched a um, Netflix documentary by Tony Robbins, I'm Not Your Guru. And I can relate to one thing that he said. 
I wouldn't be who I am today if my mother is a better mother than I wish. I'm glad she is who she is, so that I can be who I am today. And obviously, when I watched this, I had tears in my eyes. I mean, obviously, his mom and my mom are different. My mom is not abusive with me. Please do not get me wrong. My mom, of course, together with my father, both of them has given me love and education that they never get from their parents. And at age thirty-five, I am forever grateful that my parents gave me the education and life that they never had, because I can never be who I am today without my parents. Empathy has helped me to take away the wish and the desire of my mom feeling proud of me as a daughter. In fact. It is no longer important to me that she feels proud or not, because I know I have given my best, and I will continue to give my best. Her feeling no longer determine my feelings, but I'm not perfect because there was days and will be days that I will feel a complete disappointment all over again. But at age thirty-five. I know for sure is I won't let that feeling overtake me for long. I'll probably go into this crazy disappointment mode for like five minutes, fifteen minutes. I'm gonna fall, but I will get back up again. This episode is all about embracing who we are as a better person. It's not really being a boy or being a girl. It's not really about gender. What matters is being who I am, or at least never give up in being who I need to be, and to take small steps to be who I am. With that, I hope you enjoy the story, and thank you for listening.